podcast about tech tools tips and tricks on tuesdays at two i'm your co-host dina and i'm chris and today we're talking about slack, slack bots, bots. and building them Ooh. so um this episode is the second in a series that we call cubs which stands for chris and yuna build stuff where we try out new to us technologies and just make things out of them and then discuss our first experience with them. So um, as you heard from the intro, we're talking about Slack Boss today. But before we get started, we do have some sponsors. Today's sponsor is EmpireConf. If you're unfamiliar, EmpireConf is a New York City-based event on October 12th and 13th with talks and workshops covering a full range of web-related topics for JavaScript developers. That means everything from design to front-end to node. Tickets are now on sale and going fast, so go to empireconf.org, that's E-M-P-I-R-E-C-O-N-F dot O-R-G, to grab one. You'll expand your network, hear interesting stories about work and community, and learn about web development tips and tricks in person from peers and experts alike through workshops. Visit empireconf.org, again, that's E-M-P-I-R-E, conf.org, for information on tickets, speakers, workshops, and more. It's going to be a great event. I am so, so thank you, jealous Empire. of all the New York people <laughs> get to go to all these cool conferences and meetups. And I'm like, oh. Yo, you can come. Uh, it's so <laughs> far can, away. You too can have all this. Um, also, real quick, want to give a shout out to Webflow, who has been sponsoring us for a few weeks now, but they asked us not to read an ad out. So, Thank you, Webflow, for your continued support. We appreciate you so much. All right. All shall right. we get into it? Shall we get in? Yes, we shall. Slack yeah. Bots. So, Chris, what'd you, what did you build? We actually haven't talked uh, about this yet. Okay. So, uh, I went through... I had I have two things. One I'm actually working on right now, and the thing I built last night, which is boring because it's just a tutorial, but I went through the Scotch.io... Yeah, yeah we did this on Friday night, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we decided... Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's spend our Friday nights. And now it's Saturday. Doing Slack bots. 9.30 in the morning, <laughs> Central Time. And you know, it's like, we have to record today. Wake up, Chris. We're traveling like, next right. week. <laughs> um, this is why we're single. Okay. <laughs> 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 anyway. uh, anyways. Uh, um, so I went through a Scotch.io um, tutorial. This is actually how I learned. I feel like I learned half my grounding stuff through scotch.io tutorials and so big shout out to that, to that site for their continued like publishing of tutorials that we can get started but um it went through basically um using the real-time apis um using this tool called well calling a module called slackbots which is a little confusing but it's the npm module called slackbots which kind of abstracts out the websocket api that slack has um to a much more readable thing and so it's just a collection of jokes, and you say something, and it gives you a joke back. 
not super exciting. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what did you build? Oh, so um, I built a American Sign Language bot where you type in your word and it gives you back a GIF of how to say it in sign language. Ooh. ASL bot. Well, and I, I'm really excited about this. So I, I did it two different ways. The first time I did it, I was using uh, the Slack client node module and I was doing it a completely different way where it was like a bot user and it was kind of always running and that wasn't really what I wanted. So then last night I kind of like ended up reworking it and using slash commands and just creating a web app for the Slack like message uh, sort of, you can write in your Slack commands uh, to send to a web service, so like to post to it. So what I was doing then was I created this web service that um, whenever you did slash ASL, it pinged this service that did the search for you and returned the query, uh, which was the GIF that unfurled and showed you how to say something in Slack. So I had a bit of an adventure with this one. Yeah, and for me, I'm, I'm in a bit of an adventure myself right now because I, I woke up this morning at like 6 o'clock and I was like, all right, I have an idea. I'm going to use the Events API, which is a newer API that Slack has released in the last year or so, I think, um, where you kind of it's kind of like subscri subscribing to GitHub events in the same way where you say, okay, this event happens to so fire this API request. I'm going to use that to give a welcome message, basically, to anyone who joins one of the Carbon channels in IBM. It's like, a, oh, read these documentation here. Can't you do that automatically? Is, uh, that, is that not a thing that's available? No, it's not. You can't automatically set up a... I think you set up uh, to the overall thing, yes, but I'm doing it for a specific channel. Um, oh, okay. Um, and there's an event API, yeah. and it's, it's actually very similar to the Slash API, where you kind of you have a URL where it posts to, um, but I'm excited about that. But um. okay, cool. Yeah, I was I was working with the Slack API at first too. Also, we both did it in Node. Or, just so API. you know, it's like uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Yes, oh, Node only. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we we're both using Node. You can also use Python, whatever else you want to do for your app, but I don't know any of those languages. I learned Python once, a long time ago. Same. Um, I haven't used it much since. I wrote once a, a, a web parsing script with Python, and then I never touched I Python again. I wrote a fashion app with Python where it parsed the anthropology website, and based on the weather, it would pick an outfit out for you, pretending like that was your closet. And I felt like a really cool <laughs> college student. I mean, that actually does sound incredible, so... <laughs> Um, it was fun. But anyway, Slack. So, so what anyway, did you run into? Anything anything cool or weird you ran into when you were building um, your bot? So the first pass-through, it was interesting. I was using this thing called Slack uh, API Client. Uh, I don't even know if that was called. Node Slack SDK. What is this? Anyway, it's a node module that's at Slack slash client. And um, I was basically just running a server locally and having it wait for a call. And one thing I was running into was, at first, I was thinking that I was triggering commands by saying like a keyword and then the parameters that I was putting in there. But it turns out that as long as this was running and the bot was in the room, you could say any word and the bot would respond to it. So you could be having a conversation <laughs> and the bot would start responding and like submitting back um, queries. <laughs> Which is not what I wanted. That's like the uh, the Google Allo assistant. It just kind of listens to you talk and is like, hey, by the way, I... Wait, no, I, maybe not. I think yeah, I'd say, hey, Google first. 
Yeah, but, yeah, so that's exactly how this one worked. And I was just a little like, oh, gosh, that's not what I want. So then I was going through all of this. Um, okay, well, I'm going to make it listen for a specific keyword, like when it reads what the message is, like wait for this. But then that didn't feel right. So um, I ended up kind of scrapping that idea and working with, all, honestly, a much easier process, which was the web app and using the Slash command integration um, inside of Slack. But basically, something I learned was that there are so many ways to build Slack bots. And like the two main ways are bot users, which run on an app that you set up. And the second way is to use slash commands, which also run on a hook and can have different actions themselves. Did you um, find a at, like, at, could, you, could you ever find, run into like the, the at your bot question or is it always slash? I didn't do that. I didn't do at your bot. Okay. I thought that you had to do that. that that's what I meant. Like at first I was like, oh, oh yeah, I thought that users. at first okay. it would yeah. be like yeah. at ASL bot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The way that I wrote it, it turned out that the bot just listened to everything. <laughs> uh, my, my, sorry, my cat just came. How did you uh, mitigate this issue? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually ran into the same issue where um, um, I wasn't using the WebSocket API properly um, because the, the original messaging application API basically by default, I guess, listens to everything. And you're going to run into like rate limiting issues real quick with that yeah. problem, um, especially in free applications. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, in the same way, I, I am going over to the events API, um, which, which is a lot like the slash API, the slash API um, where it responds to specific events. And there's a great... So actually, one thing I would love to call out again is that the, the, um, the, sl the Slack API is really well documented. I know last time we said Electron it API is, it was is so well documented. really well documented. But this is even better. It's like it's like so good. Um, they have like if you go into the real time API, they have a search over everything. So it's really easy to do hop to the specific methods. Um, every method feels like it has like a tag, so it, so you know exactly what what methodology it works with. So some APIs work with the events API. Some works with the um, real time API. Some work with both, and they've tagged everything. Um, so for me, I'm I was creating the, the new one this morning, and I was like, all right, how do I do this? And I just kind of instead of going to a tutorial, I started Can't going through. Can't believe you woke up this morning and and continued. <laughs> uh, well, it's like I got to keep it going. Um, well, yeah. yeah anyways, um, instead of um, going to tutorial, I went to the Events API documentation, and um, it was fantastic. And the Events API documentation actually has tutorials listed on the sidebar. So if you're trying to find the tutorials about how to build Slack bots, don't be like me and Google furiously. Go to the Slack documentation and they have tutorials by Slack on how to create Slack bots with these API calls. So, And they're really good too. So um, there's also a Slack dev kit for Node.js and that's yeah. what I was using at first with the Slack client stuff. It's all documented, it's on its own page. Um, we're going to have links to all these things. I saved a bunch of links as I was doing that this okay. time. So in the show notes, you should see a bunch of links to different things. Um, also, I used the Giphy API, which was also pretty well documented. Not super robust. I mean, it's a pretty simple API. You're just basically doing a query yeah. search for what I was doing. Um, yeah. Fun fact, there is an API key that is public for testing <laughs> that just doesn't have a limit. And it's like public. <laughs> What? Yeah, isn't that weird? So it was super great when I was doing building this, but um, and I also don't have to keep it private when I'm 
putting it on GitHub, which I will put on GitHub because it's just a public key that people use. Um, I don't know why they do that, but don't, I'm not mad at that <laughs> about it. I wonder if they like cut it off, like cut off like uh, people who misuse it or something. I have uh, no idea. I don't know. I I saw this floating around the internet about like I think I was looking at Stack Overflow and they're like, oh, by the way, did you know that there's this Slack, uh, not Slack, uh, this uh, Giphy uh, API key that you can just use? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, nice. Well, because I was using like the whole process.env thing. Um, okay. I, I like to use like process.env and have my env file, and then um, when you upload it to your server, you can just create your you know um, your environment variables, and that's what I was starting to do. And I got all my API keys in line, like all my ducks in a row. I even had it for the Slack client. But when I switched over to the second way to do it, I didn't need any API keys. I just yeah. used the public Giphy one. I didn't even need the Slack client because it was my own web service that I was hosting. Um, so that was. I thought interesting. I was just like, huh, I feel like I've like done something wrong here. <laughs> but, like I've bent the rules somehow. Yeah. Uh, I feel one thing to know with all this stuff is that all this stuff is in Node, right? So you're writing Node, a Node JavaScript. Uh, so for people who are less familiar with Node, I think that can be a little bit tricky at first. And so you can even get the, you know, kind of grok the whole request response um, Methodology that that um, yeah Node has. So I I, I built a kind of a simple Express server to do this for me. Um, so if you're not familiar, I did the same thing. I yeah. used Express, oh. and I honestly honestly don't use Node that much at all. But I was able to jump into it pretty quickly because it's a pretty standard setup. It's just my app is running. I'm gonna use like app dot post app dot get app dot set, and um, yeah. that's really all you need from the Express API that you're building with. Yeah. And then app.listen on your port. Yeah. Um, mine is 36 lines of code. Yeah. And so uh, we'll link the Hello World um, Express tutorial as well, I guess, um, just because it's, it's, it is kind of vital for this. But um, Yeah. And then inside of the app.post, um, if you're using slash commands for your bot, that's where you would have the core functionality that you're going to post back to Slack. So it's all very like... You know, express hello world, and then inside the post, that's where you have all your interaction happening, or where you're calling your functions that are actually doing things. Yep, and so um, it's one of those things when you when you have the post, um, the Slack API will send you a payload more or less with you know a bunch of information about whatever you're doing, um, and then you use that, and then you use uh, something else on the Slack side um, to post back. And so I I'm using in my new one the incoming webhook. Which you have to turn on, so you have to turn on a couple web webhooks um, in the Slack. Kind of, if you have the, the Slack integration settings, there were a couple options you need to turn on an incoming webhook if you're trying to send things back to Slack. The outgoing mm -hmm. webhook um, from outgoing things. Um, so there's, there's some. I, I feel like some of, the, some of the hardest part of all this stuff is just kind of like making sure you turn on the right things and then um, go from there. Um, because everything else is kind of yeah. Just, the Slack integration part was pretty straightforward. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, that's the hardest part, and it's not super hard. Everything else is just writing a, a standard API call. So if you can, if you if you know how to write an API call, um, or do some API logic, you'll be pretty set. Yeah. So a lot of companies actually created Slackbots because they do have control over their APIs. They have control over like how they can send information, and format it, and um, the part where they integrate with Slack itself, like we were saying here, is pretty straightforward just because the Slack API is so robust and well-documented. Um, yeah. Do you have any like favorite Slack bots that you use? Uh, favorite Slack beyond Giphy or Jiffy, however you want to say it. 
the best Slack pod of all time. You were right the first time. I uh, know, I was right the second time, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I I'm gonna there there is a there was a lunch drop uh, Slack bot that I saw once, which I was a huge fan of, and so or lunch bot, what's it called? Man. Lunch train? Um, there was this basically a Slack bot you can integrate and you like collect people's lunch orders and it goes out and orders them for you. Um, oh, that's very cool. And so that was super cool and I really enjoyed that one. Uh, I honestly don't use Slack bots too often. I oftentimes use like the, because Slack has, also has these, you can like trigger response based on if you see this word pop up in the chat, right? Um, yes. I, I use that more often. So this is actually the first time I've gone really deep. I've, I've gone really poking around with Slack bots. So um, what about you? How's your bot life over there? Well, I do I do want to mention that, um, like Chris briefly said, that you can just use a word and get a response back. I think that's super, super, super useful. That's like the most basic version of a bot. And all it is is inside of Slack settings, you can set like, Here's my word, trigger word, here's my response. Yeah. So I use that all the time for things like um, like welcome information or messages, like resource links. Um, I don't know, just I can't think of anything at the top of my head, but I know that I use it all the time. Also like yeah. the shrug. The yeah, shrug the shru- oh my goodness. Flash <laughs> shrug is amazing. Um, we at IBM we had a we had an issue with those with the trigger words just because I think people didn't realize it was going to the entire grid. So we we use like enterprise at IBM, and for context, oh, the, wait to everyone at IBM, like all of IBM. Well, 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 it's growing that way, and so the cloud, the IBM cloud Slack team is seventeen thousand people. Um, wow. So uh, we are Slack at scale. <laughs> That's IBM's thing. You just take something and say at scale, and now you're at IBM. But. Um, I think people didn't realize that when they were creating like these trigger responses that it was going out to everybody. And so I think we had a bunch of like interns or something go through and do all these joke responses on, on like popular words. And I was just like, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> uh, so, you know, That's with great hilarious. power, comes great responsibility. Don't make stupid trigger responses. Uh, oh my gosh. I love that. Anyways. That's hilarious. <laughs> Good for that. Um, as far as my favorite Slack bots go, somebody recently, like in the last week at my work, made a what's for lunch bot because uh, DigitalOcean provides lunch every day. And um, it's in nice. one of our emails. But he, yeah, he built, someone built a Slack bot where you could just say what's for lunch, like a slash command bot. I, I haven't looked into it yet, but I'm curious now that I've had experience building a Slack bot, um, what exactly went into that? So I want to I want to explore that, but that's a good one. Um, also, I used to use this app called Gel, which was like a stand-up app, and it integrated really well with Slack. Like the Slack integrations were awesome, so I loved using that. It was a bot user, so that's a little bit different. But you would have like interactions and talk to the bot user to get your information to post to Gel and also to read from Gel. Oh, I do um, use Slack integrations a fair amount. Like I, I I have one for GitHub. Like all my GitHub notifications go into a Slack channel oh, yeah. for me, uh, and that's really mm-hmm. useful for me to keep track of everything. Um, otherwise, I'd miss everything. I <laughs> I think email. Like, I mean, you can either have the email notifications right with GitHub normally, or the notifications in the GitHub UI, and both of those are 
um, I don't check them enough. And so having it pipe into a Slack channel, like a private Slack channel, super cool. Oh, also appear.in is this like on-demand video chat service, like real-time chat. And basically how Peerin works is you just type in a peer.in slash a room name and you can create a room name and have people go into it. So there's an appear in Slack integration or Slack bot where you can just make the room on demand and like type it into your text chat and people can click in from there. Um, so that's a pretty nice one. It's just kind of a visual layer on top of a peer because that's kind of how it works anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Um um yeah i guess that's that's all the slack pot shenanigans i have i have so many tutorial links to post up though i went i went in and read through a ton uh before i found one that i liked but um yeah i agree i feel like um to get started with slack bots it's a little bit easier to just kind of show rather than tell the api is pretty much the core of it really yeah. um so if you start going through these tutorials Look for Node.js-based tutorials. I'm assuming you're a web developer for listening to the show. Um, and it's pretty nice. Uh, I do want to ask before we go, Chris, do you have any tips or advice for people who are just getting started with Slackbots? Um, this is the, the stupidest tip in the world, but it really is. Um, if you have an idea, just go before, before you go too deep into tutorials, I think just look at through the API a little bit and get a, get a glimpse of what you can potentially do. Because um, I think you'll find that everything is there, um, and the API documentation just has so much detail about what you could, what you can do. Um, I wish that I, I I went tutorials first and then to the API. I don't know why I did that, um, and I wish I did it the other way around. Went to the API first and kind of read through it and got some ideas. I think ideas. it's a common thing to do. Um, and then went to tutorial afterwards. Um, so I, if I was doing it again, I would do it that way. So cool. Um, my, my advice would be to create a channel where you can talk to just the bot yourself mm. <laughs> to experiment with. <laughs> Don't crowd other channels with your experimentations. Um, it can get pretty messy. So, you know, don't be afraid to explore. Um, I don't know. I really like the series that we're doing because it makes me realize that it's not that hard once you just get your hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. You that's, just that's do the, the thing. Just, just build stuff. <laughs> Just build stuff. Cubs. Cubs. Except you Chris. build stuff. Yeah. Ubs. Ubs. You should Jub, build jubs. stuff. <laughs> Just jobs. Just. Wait. No, it doesn't make sense. Never mind. I, I we'll workshop this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop this later. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to our show today. Um, if you would like to support this podcast, you can do so on Patreon. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash toolsday. Um, we have a Twitter at T-O-O-L-S-D-A-Y at toolsday. Um, send us your Slack bots. Send us your Electron apps also. We'd love to see that if you listened to the show last week. Um, if you like this show, please also rate and comment on the review section of iTunes or however else you listen to your podcast so that other people can know about it. Uh, share this with a friend. That's even better. Just you know, share our podcast, and we would really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, thank you again, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>